you definitely go through this weird um, ascending, descending positioning when you're when you're going through your CrossFit journey of, oh, I'm hitting like PR after PR. Like, this is awesome. I'm loving, like, this is so much fun. And then all of a sudden you might hit this weird wall of, I'm stuck at that same place for a few months and why is this happening? All right, guys, welcome to another episode of the CrossFit Casco Bay podcast. I'm here with Nick again, and today our topic is going to be about adversity, uh, adversity in training specifically. Um, Nick, how's it going? Oh, it's going, Zach. Good. Feeling good. Good. And yeah, I know that good. this is something that's kind of in your life right now, and I know this is something you wanted to talk about. So in terms of adversity, uh, what's kind of like the first topic you wanted to address? Yeah, so so adversity, there's, there's a bunch of things that come into play through a CrossFit journey that, that involve adversity. But um, one that comes up right now again and, and, and sometimes is a deterrent for people is uh, learning to train through injury. Um, just like, you know, any other sport, out there, there's going to be times where you're going to have some aches and pains or maybe even hit the point where it's not just an ache and pain anymore. You have an actual injury. Um, and learning to train through that is kind of a uh, part of the whole, the whole process of making this long, you know, lasting, uh, program of, of fitness work. Yeah. So, um, you, you kind of touched on a little bit, but I want to, I want to kind of understand the difference between like a tweak and a, like a straight up injury. So do you want to, can you like describe the difference and like how you might approach it differently of like, Oh, I think, you know, something doesn't feel right or like a straight up injury. Like how can we identify which is which? No, that's, that's a great question. And, and learning to know what your body's telling you is a huge part of, of anything you do in life. Um, especially, you know, when it comes to, to physical activity, um, there's a there's a large difference between an ache and a pain and and something's oh something's actually wrong. Um, usually, you know, depending on on what it is, like what body part or or the degree of how it feels right off the bat when you feel the injury or you feel like uh, um, actually if it's something feel right off the bat, usually that's probably is an injury if you feel it right away. Um, if like after working out, you know, you're like, oh, you know, my shoulders a little tight and all that. It's like I encourage people to come in and just kind of go through the motions and, you know, give it a couple of days to see how it feels. You can often tell the difference, you know, within that few day window. If, if, if the pain's going away, it's, you know, you were just tight. Something was just a little weird in there. It's yeah. not a big deal. Um, it's still bugging you. It's definitely a, it's definitely, it becomes an injury at that point. Yeah. So I think, I think a big thing too is those little aches and pains are the gateway into injury. Like it's mm -hmm. really rare that I see someone in like in, in the space of like a CrossFit gym, just get injured straight up without any sort of like buildup. So mm -hmm. I think you, you need to listen to that and listen to those aches and pains. And it's usually associated with like what you're doing or how you're moving. So it's probably like, Oh, maybe you're training one day too much, yeah. or maybe you're using a weight that's a little too heavy or doing a scaling option. That's not, not, um, appropriate for what we're looking for. So I think you need to listen to those, um, and identify what the issue is. You know, like for instance, like a lot of the time you'll find that people will have like wrist pain, wrist, wrist pain in like a thruster. And it's usually has to do with like elbow position, right? So like, okay, I need to mobilize my elbows. And my wrist pain goes away. It's not like by wrist wraps, right? I feel like a lot of the times we like put the bandaid on things instead of trying to go downstream. So I feel like training through injury, the first advice we could give is don't get injured. 
right? It's like the pre, like listen to those like signs as they're coming and then address them. But if let's say that doesn't happen, we do unfortunately get a tweak that is forcing us to change things up. Like what's the first kind of step um, in training properly through that? Um, it, it really comes down to figuring out where your range of motion at is at that, at that point. What's going to, you know, what's going to re-aggravate the injury? Um, if you can find out what it is that is going to create more issues for you with that injury, then we can kind of tailor your workouts around that. Um, that really is what, what kind of allows you to continue to kind of push yourselves towards your, your ultimate goal, of which is, is becoming fit. Um, then, you know, if you just rest, take off a couple months and all of a sudden you just, you're, you're where you fall in the fitness spectrum now drop down, you know, 10 degrees. We don't want that. So, so learning to find out right off the bat where your limitations are and then understanding, okay, well, I can't do this movement. I'm going to substitute that movement with another very similar to how you would with any type of, it's called adaptive programming. Right. Yeah. So the answer is, isn't not to show up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's very little, very few injuries where you need to stop moving completely. And there's actually research out there that shows that training through injury helps heals injuries. You know, if you, if you continue to train while you're hurt, you know, you're going to increase the blood flow. Okay. Increased blood flow with most injuries is going to help heal the injury. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All this being said, disclaimer, this is not <laughs> this is not a replacement for actual professional medical advice. Listen to your doctor. Um, but on that token, in all seriousness, no, I mean, listen to your doctor. But at the same time, uh, not showing up for months on end isn't, isn't the answer. And I, I think this is the same rant that I give people when we talk about scaling, like just because you saw 50 bar muscle ups is the workout. doesn't mean if you can't do one, doesn't mean you shouldn't show up. Mm-hmm. Like you're literally, that's what you're paying for. You're paying for coaching. So, okay. You tweaked your elbow. It's our job as coaches to figure out if, okay, today's literally today's workout is rowing and thrusters, both involving elbow flexion and extension. Then it's our job as a coach to figure out a workout for you specifically so that you can still get a, you know, get your workout in and get, in the membership that you're paying for. So, uh, I think that's super important. Um, continuing on this, uh, on this topic a little bit, do you want to talk about what you've done with your experience like how you've kind of had an injury recently and how you've, uh, changed things up for yourself? Yeah. So, so a lot of people I've talked to know that, that I've injured my, my, uh, disc and my L4, L5 vertebrae and then my L5 S1 vertebrae as well. Um, creates the issue where a lot of what we do um in uh crossfit is hinging at the hip uh most of that activity right now for me is limited uh especially to very light loads um so since that injury happened over you know eight months ago i've done everything that i could to you know figure out where in the fitness spectrum i can play around with um i've been able to excel at gymnastics you know, playing around with higher volume gymnastics, really focusing in on um, those type of higher skill work. Um, but other other things have sacrificed. I had to take sacrifices on. So you know, um, I used to be, um, you know, very into weightlifting. Okay, the Olympic lifts, the clean jerk, and the snatch were something that were pretty much always on my daily activity list. Haven't done those in eight months. Kind of sucks, but you know, um, I can do a shitload more muscle ups than I used to be able to do. Um, so okay. so not. 
I what I did first was again uh, to make this a long answer was I figured out you know the things that bugged it, um, stayed away from those, found out what didn't bug it, and used that as an opportunity to really work on you know those areas of my fitness that may have had holes in it before. Yeah, that's perfect. Um, and I think that's a, a good segue into what I kind of want to talk about next is um, it's not just uh, injury or tweak that can kind of change the course of our training a little bit. Um, we talk about a lot how there's like the kind of the honeymoon phase of CrossFit where it's you come in and everything's new and it's so different and so fun that it's it's super easy to be motivated. It's super easy to come in all the time. You start making friends. But I feel like everyone... Uh, in their training career at some point, whether it's like three months in or three years in where you kind of lose that a little bit, like that, that spark kind of, um, you know, fades a little. Um, and what are some strategies for you? If one, have you experienced that or not? And two, what are a couple things that, uh, you've done to combat when you don't feel like training? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, um, you definitely go through this weird, um, ascending descending positioning when you're when you're going through your cross a journey of oh i'm hitting like pr after pr like this is awesome i'm loving like this is so much fun and then all of a sudden you might hit this weird wall of i'm stuck at that same place for a few months and why is this happening um it's not as much fun when you're when you're not when you're not seeing that progress um and there's there's a bunch of things that can come into play there um whether it be you know, maybe you had all this untapped strength and, and, um, and skill that, that wasn't balanced at first and you just had that coming in. So you're gaining all these new skills and you already had this level of strength that you didn't know you had. I'm hitting PR after PR after PR. All of a sudden I kind of tap out those reserves of strength that I had. And now all of a sudden I'm at an equal playing field with my skill, my, my skill and my strength. So now how do I get either one of those to adjust? Okay, how do I start elevating them both at the same time? Then you'll see these weird little, you know, I had to work really hard to go past that. And then all of a sudden one side will tick up and the other will tick up and you just go through a bunch of PRs and then something causes the plateau again. Um, that's that's just the way it is, you know. Um, I don't have a great answer for why that happens other than it's just, you know, your body needs to take time to, to improve. Um, but I've definitely gone through like a bunch of different renaissances in my CrossFit journey. I mean, I'm doing this for six years now and um compared to most people i wouldn't say there's been very many times where i haven't had the motivation to train i just you know have add out of control so if i don't work out i go crazy so i always work out um but uh there have there are those times where it's like you know i'm the only one in the gym it's my time to train you know what i'd rather just you know hang out with Zoe, yeah. you know, it's like going to play with my dog and, and, and relax and, and just wait to coach the next class because I didn't feel self-motivated. Um, but, uh, usually on days like that, I'll, I'll just kind of step back and be like, well, you know, what are my goals? I just want to become fitter. So maybe I don't do what my prescribed program was that day. I'm just going to do something and have fun. So I'll set up like a little obstacle course and do some handstand walks or like this, like something that you, you can play around with that, you know, maybe it's not um, really going to get that heart rate going, but it's, you want to do it. You know, the fun, like something fun that, that, that makes you get the workout for the day. Yeah. 
And I think this is kind of where um, these two topics can kind of connect is when you get injured, it forces you into another lane. So like you are forced into like, oh, I got to work on my gymnastics now and you can't lift weights when like maybe lifting weights was the thing you liked doing or a thing you might have been better at doing. I think you should do that, force yourself into that lane when you're less motivated. So um, take a different class, whether it's like try a powerlifting class, try a weightlifting class if you always do CrossFit or vice versa, or maybe like take a different time class. So if you take an early morning class, take an evening class and meet some new people or um, approach things differently. So if you're always someone that can RX weights, but can't RX scaling options on like a gymnastics, try to reverse it, try to go lighter on the weight. So you then can go harder on the gymnastics. Like, so essentially just putting yourself into a different position than you normally would be like an injury would, would force you into. And I think, um, little tweaks like that, will make a huge difference, not only in your training, but in your motivation. And I know for me, some of the biggest like turning points in my training, I've had a lot of ups and downs, a lot of different, you know, training, uh, as well through my career. But, uh, one of the biggest things I can remember is like, I was training super hard. I was super motivated and training like five, six, seven days a week. And then I all of a sudden started, uh, training strictly four, five days a week. So taking like two to three rest days and my weights went through the roof, like overnight. It felt like, it felt like within a month I was like PRing everything because I was over so overtrained that I wasn't allowing myself to recover. So in that moment I felt super plateaued and I had a coach tell me like, dude, just take an extra rest day. And, and I listened, which I'm not very good at and it worked. And I, I think you can just kind of put that into place regardless if you're forced into that lane with injury or if you're forcing yourself into that lane with uh, with a plateau or with a lack of motivation, I think that can um, do great things for both physical and, and mental health uh, and mental motivation. Yeah, I, I agree with that 100%. The, the, the thing you need to really sit down, like I talked about a second ago, is, is you got to know what your goals are. And if it's something where your goal is just overall wellness and being fit, trying new stuff all the time is going to help you do that. You know, if you miss a Metcon one day, you know what? It's not going to be a big deal. Like yeah. you don't need to leave here feeling like you wanted to, you know, throw up or you're sweating out of control every day. You know, playing around with some movements that you aren't super comfortable with. You know, a lot of people aren't. You know, snatch a snatch comes out and they're like, oh, you know, I'm not really good in that overhead snatch position. Well, you know, sometimes just come in here and hit up hit up Ben's weightlifting class. Mm-hmm. You know, he'll he'll get you to lift some weight and he'll teach you what what you need to do to to make it happen. Not that we won't do it in classes, but. Um, just you know, not worrying about, you know, coming in here and having to hit that class wad, you know, Metcon every day and, and, and playing around with those things that you aren't as good at is going to is going to keep things fresh. So over time, you don't you don't fall into those weird little plateaus again of, of you know, I don't really feel like doing this, that kind of thing. Just change yeah. it up all the time. It's constantly varied functional movements. Right. You know, <laughs> it's CrossFit. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I think. um that made me think of a good point too about uh, patience and when you get injured to remember that it's not over. It's like, okay, it, yes, you've hit a roadblock, um, but it doesn't mean your progression stops. And uh, just because you might have to take six months off of pulling weight from the floor doesn't mean that you're not going to pull weight from the floor again. It doesn't mean you're not going to progress again. Like you even just talked about how, you know, you couldn't, you can't pull as heavy weights, but now you're gymnastic, like you, you probably PR, you could probably easily PR like max pull-ups for time or max handstand push-ups or whatever it is. So 
just because something is holding you back doesn't mean it's the end of the world and doesn't mean that you can't keep moving forward. Um, and I think that's huge. Yeah. So, um, do you want to give them, like, I, I know like things are about to change for you in, in terms of like your injury journey. Like what is like your game plan in for like, like six, six months, next six, 12 months, what's your game plan moving forward with this uh, well, recovery? One thing I actually want to talk about before we, I can chat about that was, is just the athletes I've seen that have done what we just talked about of, of, you know, training through injury. Uh, we've had quite a few of them that have had huge successes in here. I mean, we've had, um, one, one athlete I know that, um, her wrist was out of commission for, I don't know how long it was, it was, a, it was a good amount of time. And, um, she every day, still, like she's in here every day and, and